You know, when you're watching all the media outlets, seeing all the bullshit that they are spewing out from day to day, you know what we call that? Channel fucking zero.
ice cold. I'll be with you in a minute. Just his socks and a shirt. Me and Crazy Janie were making love in the dirt, singing our birthday song. Janie said, Hey, little brother, don't you think it's time that we go? We closed our eyes and said We closed our eyes and said We closed our eyes and said
I got an ice cream, Eric. To Gypsy Angel Road. Come on, baby. 
as long as you got a work with me. Hot 
Men walking along the railroad tracks Going someplace, there's no going back Highway patrol, choppers coming up over the ridge Hot soup on a campfire under the bridge Everybody knows 
Pleasant how do you do to you all. Perry Backs here in Chicago, Illinois, USA, and you are listening to the best radio you have never heard. Trimming the calendar to the middle of September 2016, not only again having a recap of the past week of music while we're in between episodes, but firing out a load of some nice new releases that have made their way to me and now on to you. Closing the first set, when you put together a few of the remaining social consciences left in the world of rock and roll, you have Rage Against the Machines leader and guitarist Tom Morello, as well as Rage bassist Tim Comiford, Public Enemies Chuck D and Be Real from Cypress Hill, and throw in the weirdest election year in history, bar none, and out of the Mixmaster Pops Prophets of Rage, handily giving Springsteen's Ghost of Tom Joad a superb heavy hand live on the 25th of last month in Toronto. Where two days before, Morello joined the boss on stage for one of his three gigantic hometown shows at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, all three lasting more than four hours. Not unlike the early Bruce and the East Street shows back in the 70s, and Morello, who had spent time touring with Springsteen, 
lends a hand on a few numbers, including Badlands. The band took a few well-deserved days rest and were back at MetLife August 30th and featured Ricky Lee Jones on Spirit in the Night, where Bruce stopped along the way to take a break for a little ice cream, but what rock star doesn't? And just to keep you totally mystified with the editing starting back at the final dress rehearsal for the boss and the boys being more prophetic than they could possibly ever imagine in 1992 at the Hollywood Center Studios with the long and powerful 57 channels and there's nothing on. And we may be only one channel, but we are now 294 episodes strong of great music on the best radio you have never heard's channel. And I invite you to check them all out. In fact, have you told a friend lately about BRY H&H? Where you can use both the Tidy Apple app called BRY H&H or for your Android folks, it's just a quick trip to Google Play Music and a search for best radio you have never heard. And you will have, just like the Apple app, every single episode in your hand. Of course, there are literally tons of ways to listen to BRY H&H, like the player right on the homepage at bestradiopodcast.com or the ever-popular iTunes, but you do the choosing. I just want you to do the listening and spread the word via word of mouth or use all of your social media tools and take a break from taking selfies or pictures of your food to let people know about something you might really like, as Rocky the Flying Squirrel would say. Some of you may get that, some of you not. But what you are going to get is the beginning of set two of the gigantic 2016 David Gilmore World Tour where we swapped out an Oli for another goodie for the European League.
pipeline, biding the time. I can't hear the old voice. We're finished with toys, We're scouting for boys.
Fisherman, 
forthcoming new single from the ever-prolific Peter Ulrich collaboration, this time featuring singer David Steele called Artificial Man, and weighing in via the upcoming Edward Snowden biopic, a new one from Peter Gabriel who nicely sums up that international soap opera with The Veil. An early run-through from the Floyd of Wish You Were Here's Welcome to the Machine, and we started off with David Gilmore in Europe, starting off his second set where he had swapped out Astronomy Domine for the opener from 1971's Metal, One of These Days. And it's not one of these days, but the first and 15th of the month that you could expect the best radio you have never heard, and this one is Channel Zero, BRY H&H Volume 294. I am Perry Bags in Chicago, and we knock it right out at midnight U.S. Central Time, free to you, the listener, but it is not free for the producers to get it to you each week. And besides the biannual music licensing fees, we have monthly bills like web hosting and ISPs to take care of. So we hope we can get you to part with some of your hard-earned cash and send a little our way. If you listen and enjoy the show, there's PayPal and a link on the homepage for that. Or you can use Perry at bestradioyouhaveneverheard.com. Or pick up a few items in the merchandise store at bestradiopodcast.spreadshirt.com that has so much cool stuff you're bound to find something you could spend a few coins on. And yes, I mentioned it now as the old BRY H&H balance is down to zero. And some support from you, the listener, right about now would be outstanding. Also outstanding is due this week as a new compilation of early music. Part of it never released from Led Zeppelin's broadcast on the BBC. And for some reason, it already sits in the BRY H&H catalog, which, yes, this time even mystifies me. But out in the press, they're making their promo cut, what they're calling the Never Heard Sunshine Woman, which is odd as it lies right here in the BRY H&H vault, but I had aggressed say of the eight other unheard live tracks, I think this one will tear you a new you-know-what.
Genesis, and you are listening to the best radio you have never heard with Perry Bax in Chicago.
And that is going to wrap it up for this one. Channel Zero, the best radio you have never heard, Volume 294. With the just-released Beatles live at the Hollywood Bowl, as I explained last round, how George Martin's son Giles, using 2016 technology, was able to wipe back some of those screams and give us one of the best listens to the actual Beatles live, I think, that we have ever had the chance to hear. And that makes two of us. Steve Hackett, although not from Chicago, from his album Blues with a Feeling and Born in Chicago, and the Mighty Zepp recorded live on the 27th of June, 1969 at the Playhouse Theater in London. For the BBC, I Can't Quit You, due for release shortly in a BBC compilation that will include about eight unearthed tracks that have been previously unreleased. And it's time for me to unleash the beast, says Polly, Vinnie, and Cuco got their eyes on their leashes, so time for me to split. Thanks to IllinoisEntertainer.com, the Midwest premier music source, and our friend and BRY H&H producer Steve Nathan in NYC for lending a hand on this one. And I will leave you with another from the spat of newly released music from the Zappa Family Trust. And on this track from Frank Zappa for President, If I Was President, If I Haven't Sold You on Frank Zappa Yet as Not Only a Monstrous Musician, Composer, and Now Sage, Listen to Frank speak 26 years ago in 1990, accompanied by music found on his synclavier, after his death in 1993, and tell me that this was not only a man of his time, but a man with serious vision. Until next time, we'll see ya. If I was president, then I gotta do a fine job. Because first of all, I don't owe anything to anybody. And I don't believe in the platform of any of the parties, so I would start from scratch and make it up as I went along. And there's no way that anybody in any public office is going to get 100% of the public liking his or her policies. And so you just take that as a given, and you can do things.
If I were going to run, here's exactly what I would do. First of all, I would file as a candidate of no party. And all I would do is raise enough money to get on the ballot in every state. And I wouldn't campaign. And I happen to think that the news media would call me up to ask me, what do you think about this? And I would tell them. And let the other guys spend their money and argue about it. But just being completely outside of the circuit, I think you could get enough information into the marketplace of ideas to let them know what you thought about various things. And the day that they got to go to the poll, when they're just sick to death of next season's Willie Hortons or whatever it's going to be, there would be an alternative. There would just be something that you could check on the box that would enable you to vote against the rest of what politics is. Whether it's me or somebody else, I think that that is the key to breaking the way politics is conducted in the United States, because it's going to be a long time before any of these practitioners really change the election procedure. They're not going to make it fairer, they're not going to make uh, the expenditures lower, they're just going to try and keep it going the way it is. And the only hope that this democracy, and I use the word advisedly in the case of the United States because it's almost evaporated, the only way that you can have a choice is for somebody to come up from nowhere and do it just the way I described, completely outside the system, as simply as possible. And that would enable the voters that are fed up, who are always saying one of the reasons why they don't go to the polls is because there is no choice. If they know that this time they would have a choice, no matter whether whatever the candidate is, just to have a third box that you could check. These guys with these helmet hair, these custom-molded guys that spray the hair never moves, and they all do like this, and like have these terrible little hand gestures that they got out of a, a comic book someplace, and they say the same things. And, uh, it's boring and it's insincere. I find it hard to believe that 250 million people in this country really buy into that. I think the reason why they're able to hang on to their positions or get into the office in the first place is because there isn't anybody willing to look at them and say, you're fake, you're just, just that. I feel sorry for you that you have to live your life being a fake.